Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. My name is Moss, I use Z, them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. My name is Haz, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he, him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard. I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he, him pronouns. Okay, so, you have, through hardships untold and dangers unnumbered, found your way to the Golden Flame Cabal, which is an organization of wizards on the wrong side of the world who have helped you to extract the gnome Zouchette from the amulet that Trick inherited from their captain back in the White Forest. You have had a lot of revelations in the last hour or so of conversation. Uh, you've been you had already been setting out to save the world. You have been given more or less a plan of how to actually do it. And the first step of that is to find out the actual location of Rill's mother. Rill's mother, Mila, who went missing during the War of the Gods a hundred years ago, and who you recently discovered to not have died, but to have been pulled through a portal into what is now the shattered personal plane of one of the dead gods. You don't know which one, and that is the first order of business today. So, over to you guys. First up, just real quick, just real quick, before we, um, before, we, before time advances, just kind uh -huh. of briefly mention, hey, hey, wait, 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 Maynard, can you maybe ask them if they can, if they have people who can cast comprehend languages to kind of improve this whole situation? <laughs> I can cast Comprehend Languages. Right, of course, but it'd be great if there were lots of people who could do it. So to put less strain on people who may have specific things that only they can do because only they have the requisite arcane was names. And then we can stop worrying about it, uh, it completely also. Uh, there, will be some, there will be some conversation among the gnomes and a couple more wizards will be roped in to kind of use up spell slots and things. Um, essentially, Frank. yes. Uh, what you get cast on you is not quite either of the spells that you are familiar with. In, so what Maynard has been using is a spell called Tongues. So Comprehend Language uh, is only let you use and not speak, so it doesn't really work. Uh, it's real who uses Tongues, but yes. So yeah, real, use, what Rill has been using on Maynard today is Tongues, which means you can understand anyone and anyone can understand you. What you can get cast on you while you're here uh, and we'll just, we will just, yes, do it on a rolling basis. You are hanging out with a bunch of wizards. They will sort it out. Um, it's, it is a universal translator, but only for one language at a time. Sure. So with a bonus action, you can enable yourself to understand and speak any language, but just that one, in addition to the ones you actually know, until you change it again. 
So if you set it to Intash, which you probably will, then you can understand things set in Intash. If they start talking in Draconic, you will still be lost, basically. So you get a, a one bonus language spell. Cool. And it can't be cast on you 24 hours a day, even here, but it sure. can certainly be cast on you enough to enable planning, planning and conversation. Cool. Yeah. Real, how are your messages, message planning coming along? Uh, Real has, like, promptly sat down in one of the um, sort of dusty, like, larger chairs. Uh, mm-hmm. And he has been scribbling on a, like, in, in his notebook, uh, just sort of, like, scratching things out and counting on his fingers and, uh, you know, probably running things by Zouchette once they can, uh, you know, communicate regularly. Um, and sort of workshopping his his sending messages while also trying to duly prepare himself for whatever might returned okay bear with me just one moment i want to double check one piece of fact before we go on it because the last thing i want to do is tell you lies Mm. about where she is that would be unhelpful a bit yeah okay yeah my my memory was correct about uh about that so that's okay All right. In that case, um, Rill just sort of sets his notes, you know, on his lap in front of him and um, pulls out this short little, you know, piece of fine copper wire that's been well used um, in the past couple of months. And he casts Sending. He says... Hi, Mom. We're working with very powerful wizards to rescue you, but we need more information. What do the hostile creatures there look like? It is as you've come to expect, the, the, the brief pause as... Uh, actually, you need to roll me a percentile dice, please. Oh, no. Okay, let's see. 88. Mm, great. So there is a pause as an answer is formulated, which I shall now formulate. Rill's leg is um, jiggling up and down nervously. He can't quite bring himself to pace in such a small room that's filled with people. But mm-hmm. there's, there's that usual nervous energy there. They're like... Statues, mostly, made of marble. And then others are like moles or moths. I don't recognize any of them as real. He pauses to write down those descriptions, and then he casts Sending again, 
Have you seen any iconography, statues, temples, anything to point at God's plane you're in? Please stay safe. I love you. Oh, he's... There's symbols of veils, often, and blindfolds, and sometimes crystal balls, mirrors, uh, bowls of water, fortune-telling. I think fortune-telling. You look after yourself, too. <laughs> Real sort of lets his, his shoulders uh, soften a bit, and he just kind of sinks back into the chair and rubs his eyes as he, you know, pulls his veil down and just tries very hard not to cry in front of strangers. Oh. Mm -hmm. uh, but after he he collects himself, um, he will share the descriptions that he's gotten and see if anybody can help um, narrow down who we might be looking for. Someone roll me a religion check. Okay. Well, the um, local cleric got a nat one, so that's The local six. cleric is, is emotionally overwhelmed <laughs> by now. Yeah. We, we can't blame him. <laughs> uh, but given that I assume you've, you, you've related this to everyone else, so... Yes, um, absolutely, yeah, he related so, yeah. it to everybody else. I feel like I've established I don't know the, the dwarven gods. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. Who's left? <laughs> <laughs> Ember or Maynard, do you want to make me a religion roll? Yeah, I'll try it. I, I, I've i got that whole mm, dwarven You've got a whole divine respect. mission, you're a paladin. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, that is a 19. Hey, hmm. hey. So yeah, you put it together. Um, yeah, that was the bit of, of more information that you needed. Um, so this sounds to you, between the four dead dwarven gods, this sounds to you like it is Stonewalker, whose domain was mysticism and, and destinies and, yes, fortune-telling. And with that memory comes, and, and with, with that deduction comes also the memory that Browalgrin, where the battle where Mila was lost took place, uh, was a center of worship for Stonewalker. Oh. I will relay that. Okay. All right. So we know who's playing to look for. Now all we need to get there is the, the tuning forks, right? Right. T tuning forks and, and a, a, a wizard who can cast the appropriate spell or a scroll of it if you're strong enough. But one step at a time, tuning forks first. If we can't get two wizards who can cast it, I'll just take you myself and we'll have to do two trips. So what do we do now? Now we start thinking where we can get, how we can get to either a, a portal to Stonewalker's realm or something sufficiently attuned to it that we can use it for the spell. Unfortunately, I don't really have a map of portals. It's late. 
perhaps the next thing is we sleep on it. See if we can dream up any bright ideas. Right. Do you have somewhere I can wash before I sleep? Yes, yes, of course. Uh, let me uh, find you some... You know, I have no idea which rooms are currently available. Let me ask my young colleague here, who I have never met before, to find you some rooms. And you are passed back into the hands of Thakros, uh, the younger gnome, who will happily show you to um, some very simple uh, guest rooms. Um, they're, they're almost like monastic cells. So there's like there's the rooms twice the size of the bed kind of rooms. Uh, but some quite decent uh, communal baths. Again, not hugely spacious, but nice warm water, plenty of soap. I want to wash because I want to be in a state of cleanliness, um, going kind of quite carefully from the baths back to. You say they're cells, so they're like, are they like like single? Yeah, they are individual rooms. Um. Where I kind of, you know, take care not to touch anything before falling to my knees and um, offering up a prayer and saying, "My Lord, I, I don't expect you. To, I never. I, I, I would never expect a response to my prayers, but still, um, I come to you in supplication. I, I, for the best of reasons, but I have." Increasingly, I feel that I have fallen in with people who 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 see that who see the who see the plans of the gods and think and think that and think that and think that they know best, my lord. And now they and now they wish to enter heaven and to keep secrets. And I have been keeping secrets from you that we are seeking um, the realms of your dead kin to 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 fix the world we say we believe i'm sure we all believe and yet if it is wrong for us to do this then please send me aside and uh, send me a sign turn me aside from this path i beg you as your devoted servant and and i will i will do i will try i will I will endeavour to do as you would command um, if I have no such sign. And thus saying that and not being, again, the sort of person who really expects to hear responses to their prayers, I will go to bed. You, you, have, you have made your devotions to the Lord of Falling Waters many times and have, have never had a direct answer, and today you do not get a direct answer. In this way, it feels very much like any other time you have prayed. That's expected. Yeah. To, to a complete lack of surprise, you go to bed. <laughs> 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 Look, not everyone's a paladin. <laughs> not everyone's a cleric. Not everyone is a warlock. Some people are just people. Ratting us out to their god. Well, I'm so sorry for for violating the advice given, <laughs> the sage advice that we were given, the sage advice that we were given by the lovely necromancer that we met. <laughs> Look where it got us! It got us somewhere, didn't it? You are certainly in a different place. I mean, 
Do you know how Bomba has nearly died already? <laughs> well, like we didn't nearly die up on the surface. Indra's fucking blood. Listen, look, if Ember dies on this, like obviously that's awful, but also like clearly Ember is on a mission is on a mission from their own patron god here and is gonna be fine. But it has been strongly implied that my patron god is gonna be pissed. <laughs> so I wanna hedge my bets. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna start another fucking war due to these siblings. Oh, God. <laughs> Trick goes to sleep and has only the normal dreams of mortals. Ember goes to sleep and finds themselves in a familiar forge, although they've only been here the once. Watching a familiar smith, although they've only seen them once before working at the forge. Last time you found yourself here, you were set on a path. This time, no words are spoken between you. This time you just watch as the singing flame, in their aspect as a smith, finishes crafting a delicate golden circlet which you now remember you've seen here before you saw it today, they finish drawing it from the flame and adjusting the delicate filigree of the gold and reach out to one side and quench it in a tiny waterfall that is flowing down the wall of their forge and set the circlet which still has in its center an empty setting for a gem. Place that in front of you on a table. And then they turn to gather up more gold and begin again. Can I grab the circlet that was placed in front of me? Sure. It is very warm to the touch, but it doesn't burn you. It feels heavier than it looks. Interesting. You can stay and watch but there's nothing spoken there's just the work yeah i think i will watch for a bit but i i won't break the silence or anything um and it's at some point unnoticed the dream just fades back into sleep <laughs> okay i don't think anyone else gets a dream tonight um you will all when you wake up in the morning, you are all quite chilly because your little cells do not have their own hearths and it's winter. So it's not the most comfortable night's sleep you've ever had, uh, but you will be given breakfast. Um, you get the impression of, over the course of breakfast in particular because people show up for it. There are maybe 40 people living here. It's not a big place, but it's not nearly as abandoned as the ribcage monastery for instance this is a more a more active community than that but it's about about 40 people all of them appear to be either wizards or apprentices all of them are staring to some degree most of them are polite enough to try and pretend they're not <laughs> <laughs> i don't suppose i wake up with a circlet in my bed or something like that you have a look around, and unfortunately, no, it does appear to have been a dream circlet in a dream. Oh, <laughs> right. 
but you do wake up with a very clear memory in that way that is normal dreams are not that vivid when you think back on them it was it felt like a dream of the gods i will relay the dream to my party members and um i i think the singing flame is telling us that we're on the right path and i wonder if they're also doing something to help from their end it would be useful it's interesting that yeah the the fact that they made the circlet and but they didn't put a stone in it and we presumably this this those kinds of crystals are in their realms right well but it has to come from the realm of a dead god right and maybe for some reason the live gods can't go into the realms of the dead gods if they're as destroyed as my mother said they are then it it's possible that it simply wouldn't hold um a, a live deity anymore mm. yes i i definitely take this as a you're on the right path find a circlet get a get a get a circlet find a stone very roundabout way of confirming something, but I guess that makes sense. I'm sorry, did you want the gods to not be mystical? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you communicate any of this uh, intentionally to any of the wizards? No. I will communicate it to Zuchette. Okay. But I will do so kind of privately and hushed and mm -hmm. I don't want it to be like a big thing. Uh-huh. Zuset kind of taps the chin and thinks about it. I th think that means approval, but that was more a... than that, it's hard to interpret. Yeah. That was what we thought as well. At least it means they're paying attention. Yes. Wait, is that good? It must well, be to put it's... you on this path. Yes. It's good that they are paying attention, but it does mean that other people, or other gods, could be paying attention. Who might well. approve less? Yes, I see. Yes. Thank you for telling me. If you have any more dreams, do keep it up. I will. All right, and Zushet will kind of gather you together for more of a, a, a general conference. Does anyone have any bright ideas on any of our problems? Any place we might be able to buy, or any, any place that might be a, a, a collecting point for arcane rarities that we might be able to purchase, or any really major temples to Stonewalker? Well, there's Barrowgrin. Mm -hmm. Which we're somewhat familiar with already. Oh. It's it's uh it's topside. Not it's necessarily a... a problem. Yeah. But you know where it is. Yes. You might be worth a look. Yes, we could we could when we get back we could look around. But that's one out of three. Do we have any ideas of the other ones? Well, hang on, they well, can't need to come from four different gods rounds, right? 
No, we have, and one of the circlets does have already, already have its central gem, so we only need two. Um, if we can get you into the plane, then I think it makes sense to split our efforts and have you take one circlet to rescue your mother and find the gem for it, and I will put together a party and go and find a gem for the other one, and that way we can work faster. And any of us, do any of us have the requisite level to cast it? Well, I can. I don't know how, how skilled you are, and she's looking at Maynard. Uh, OC, this is where our D&D sort of falls down a bit. Like, how do you describe power levels? I see. Comparatively. Ah, well, you would you 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 can cast um, you can cast spells of a particular circle or a particular magnitude or, or right yeah. Okay. I I say well, I I know some middling power spells like fly, a lightning bolt, counter spell, uh, nothing particularly. Powerful. Bernard, you can shoot a lightning bolt from your fingertips. I've seen you do it. I would say that's powerful. On the scale we're working on, I'm afraid your friend is right. It's not exactly beginner stuff, but it's... Not what we need. It's not plane walking. Well, that is one problem at a time. We first have to know if there's even a suitable artifact there. If you're lucky, we might find a portal. So I will have my Kabbalah behind us on this. This is when I first set out with the circlets that had taken us so long to create in the first place. We regarded it as, as the great work of our Kabbalah, that if that was all we ever did, it would be enough to justify our existence. They have been working on it ever since. They have not changed their minds on that. The Golden Flame will support us with whatever resources they have. Mm -hmm. So they will also be searching for these artifacts we need. They will send someone to sigil many things in the universe end up there. And then they will be looking as much as we are and perhaps they will perhaps they will have luck if we do not. But it sounds like Barrelgrin and this Stonewalker Temple are worth our time to visit. Uh, I can transport us, now that I have been there, to the world above. Probably not directly to where we need to go, but somewhere up there. Can I communicate uh, whereabouts it is? I, I don't personally remember, but... Um... Our characters would, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so what what do you what do you know and what are you trying to convey? Um I'm trying to convey approximately where the entrance or so it would have been where we came out because we could get back in from and there. It's sort, of the, it's sort of the eastern edge of our continent, right? Yeah. Across the straits from the Prince of Base. Mm. Yeah. Well. Mm -hmm. but the edge of the forest is here. You said I was taken the day before 
battle, the easiest place or the safest place for me to teleport us to would be the spot I last remember being in. Is that where was that battle? Um, that would have been. I mean, this is fairly straightforward. Like it was between the forest and the plains. It was probably yeah. yeah. I, I'm figuring Trick probably it. knows more or less on a map yeah. where yeah. that was. Recent military history, isn't it? Yeah, sort of near where, um, sort of near Bravler, I'd imagine, off the top of my head. Bravler, with a P, my mistake. Mm-hmm. Which is well, it's it's a some... decent hike north to the northwest of Baragrin, but not unmanageable. And you could take boats if you had to. Go via. There Rushmore. is. Avoid a bit walking. of a shudder from Zouchette at the mention of boats. Uh, boats is boats is all right. I mean, there's ships which were a bit more. Hmm, I'm with you there. She waves one hand at the world outside the window, which <laughs> is 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 all made of void. A drop. The combination of large amounts of water and open sky, I find remarkably unsettling. Oh, speaking of finding things remarkably unsettling, Mm. we're not, I mean, it's not that you're going to be attacked by raving mobs, but you are going to attract some funny looks. Yes, I noticed that last time. You could maybe pass for a very small halfling? Mm. Of course, last time there was a fairly major war happening everywhere. So people were less concerned than they probably would be in peacetime. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder if we've got any, uh, any enchanted disguises in the storeroom. Good point. Thank you for bringing it up. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't propose to start today. I'm afraid with all of this, I, I need a couple nights more sleep and to come to terms with. With with several people who were alive yesterday when I went to bed. That makes perfect sense. Um, where the tuning fork is being made, could I watch? Could I help? Oh, we weren't. Oh, that's a. Th- I wasn't thinking that we would make them, but try to find them. But if we make one, we may be able to finish tuning it in this temple. There's something else there that's sufficiently god touched. That's a good idea. Yes, I will. I'll show you where the enchanters work. We right. went to a. We went to a weird temple where there was something very god touched, wasn't there? Mm. Oh yeah. You did. You yes, talking about was... the bowl. Yeah. It was to you know. Her. That one. The lost one. The one you were meeting, yeah. Or not meeting, looking into. That could be an answer to the second one we need, if we can't get hold of her. I really don't want to go back to their, to her plane. It was, it was a rough experience. I can't help thinking that the more recent shatterings will be more tolerable. Fair, but, you know, backups... But backups are an option. Uh, explain to me how to find that place. 
Um, I, I would assume I, that I think you kind of do your best. It's quite hard to explain. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Zouchette will happily show Ember um, down to, well, up to, probably actually, it's probably deeper in the rock. Um, it's a, it's a well-equipped workshop. Um, it's not a forge. Mm-hmm. Although there is, there is equipment here to do some degree of metalworking, but this is a, a, a more general workshop uh, for enchantment of items and, and creation of new ones. Um, they actually have... The, the, the tuning forks they're talking about are not inherently enchanted. Um, so what they're doing is more taking an existing item and trying to align it to specific resonances, which is exacting work. And there's a degree of, as is explained to you, Zushet will actually leave you there to, to sort of help out, and it'll be explained that there are certain resonances that are common to all the divine planes, by nature of them being divine planes. And you can build that much into these things just to start with. And then you have something that would take you to the heavens, as in the overarching plane from which all of the gods' planes spring. And if you're already in a center of worship to one of the missing gods and you use this as is to go to the heavens, in theory, you should then be walking distance from where the biggest portal to that god's personal realm was and it might still be there it's possible (laughs) so that's 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 an option it's a backup option but more ideally you would be able to find something that was itself attuned to that plane and kind of transfer that to this tuning fork and then use this to cast the spell plane shift (laughs) which is level seven so maynard definitely can't cast it yet even with a scroll that would be a gamble. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not interested in in you know shredding our existence across the universe. No, that's uh, bad. <laughs> to be fair, Rill's already a ghost, so I mean, I guess it's yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, take the your revenant. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> not better. I don't know if that's better. So we need to think about where we can find. Great big temples belonging to dead gods. I mean, I, ideally, there's. We, we have one. Which, which is not to say that the gems have to come from different planes. If you can find two, all the better. Mm. The finished circlets do have to be uh, attuned uh, to different godlings. But we can cross that bridge when we get to it. But yes, and the gems merely have to exist. They can come from the You'd same place. Probably best give a more detailed description of the exact sort of gems you're looking for to um, Maynard here, though. Yes, of course. Uh, and they said they had one circlet finished, so let's go and take a look, and then you can all see what they look like. I feel, honestly, like, after last night, I feel like, I feel like a little bit of tension has gone out of trick. Like... At the very least, Trick can arrive at those pearly gates or at that great waterfall in the sky and be like, hey, listen, you didn't send me a sign. Yeah, Trick, Trick you, has babe. brought their troubles to the altar. 
and yep. sort of to a degree left them there. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. The finished circlet, uh, because of because Zuzette has one, and there's another one in stores. So there's two finished ones and two partially complete. Is that sorry? No, I'm inventing. I'm I'm just creating an additional circlet out of nowhere. There's two partially finished ones that are with the golden flame, and Zuzette has a finished one. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Even the DM is confused about the uh, waddle spoons that you need to collect in order to. <laughs> But Zouchette has a finished circlet that she's been carrying around with her. So she's happy to show you that and show you what the, the gem looks like. Um, it is iridescent is the best word I can give you for it. It's not a single color. It's faceted, but even so, it has a opalescence that you've been more used to seeing from something rounded, something polished, this shifting color appears inherent to the stone. It's quite beautiful. Um, someone roll me a perception check. Yes, please. Okay. Fifteen. Twenty-six. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming you're going to share your insight. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You can see it. You can definitely see it. <laughs> it's something about the iridescence, about that shimmering way it catches the light that reminds you very strongly of the spindle, of the rock of the spire itself when the light catches it at noon. It's not the same stone. You're quite confident of that. The colour's wrong. The, mm -hmm. the shine is wrong. But you feel that it's a cousin. Where did you get this stone from? This is from the original. From the mm. Lost God. It was quite a task to get it. What do you mean by the original? You understand why the world needs saving. Surely. Oh, see, I think I might have confused myself. <laughs> I think she just meant the original one what got killed. Oh, what right. Fair enough. Sorry, yes, that was what she was trying to apply. It was, was the original dead god before there, a hundred years ago, was suddenly a lot more dead gods. Mm -hmm. Right, got it. Never mind then. But they're not hard to find once you're, once you're close to them here. Uh, feel. Put your hand out towards it. Maynard reaches towards it. It hums. Not in your ears. It's and now that you've felt it, you feel you will recognize it, even from quite a distance. There's just... This stone is more real and more present than other things around you. And you feel like if you were near to it, you would, you would know, you would sense it. You would find yourself turning towards it, like a compass towards a lodestone because it has more existence than most things. Yeah, that's what I was trying to put my, my finger on in terms of how do I describe this? It's just got more of more existing existiness. Like like being confronted with one of the platonic ideal forms in real life. It's just yes. it's yeah. very that. It's very something. Yeah. This is frighteningly here, if that makes sense. Yes. 
yes, I always think of it as there are people whose personalities make them the center of any room. This is like that if that was a gemstone. I completely understand. Fascinating. No wonder they're so powerful. Hard to tap, though. Not sure they have... No, that's not true. I'm sure if I spent 500 years studying them, I could find how to get at their inherent power and do things with it. But as it is, all we've worked out how to do with them is, well, what we're trying to do with them. Which is connect to... Which is connect to the power that they already draw from that makes them what they are and redirect it, we think. We're certain we can undo the, the not in reality. We're not quite sure what it will do to anyone standing nearby or exactly what will happen to all that potential deity. I tell you these things because I think you ought to be prepared that there is uncertainty. We are very sure this will save the world. We just don't know in what way it will also change it. Well, either way the world has changed, is going to change. I think that if we can at least point it in the right direction, we're in a different direction, that's enough. I too prefer it to be changed than destroyed. I think that the more I learn about how important that this this mission is, the more I feel okay with maybe not coming back from it. We spent a lot of time thinking about stories about great wizards fighting in wars, doing great deeds, and I have to remember that most of them died too. True. An out of ten for fighting spirit, zero out of ten for pep talks. <laughs> I set myself on this path uh, some months and a hundred years ago. I find I'm still on it. I promised I'd go and see Persalam when it was all over, and I don't think it is yet. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've got, ooh, let me think, we've got about two, two and a half months before I want to have this all wrapped up, ideally. Just so you know my time frame. Oh, it's nice to have a deadline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it'd be embarrassing not to show up to my eldest wedding. What would the neighbours think? I will do everything I can to get you to your... get you to the wedding. Of course, it might be in between battles, but... (laughs) Seniority comes with some privileges, and one of them is teleportation. It's better than boats, anyway. More better than ships. By far, it is better than boats. We have a point. Of, we have a we have a point of accord. <laughs> See, teleportation's teleportation's fine. You're just sort of in one place and then you're in the other, and that's fine. You get on a ship, anything might happen. True. Probably not something I should say to someone who I'm persuading. It might be fastest to go by ship from part of our journey forward. You know. Um, in terms of episode timing, we are a little shy of the end, but I think it would make sense to kind of wrap up here at the Golden Flame and pick up next time on teleporting up to the upworld to 
continue your adventures up there. So if you have anything else you want to do while you are down here, including any more sendings you want to do, anything like that, now is a great moment. Any preparation? Now I can ask my, I can ask <laughs> a burning question about this magical oh, yeah. politics. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. We've seen like two towns down here, and there's a whole fucking world, and we're just like, well, this was nice. We're leaving now. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm only railroading you a bit in the sense of you could be saying to Zouchette, no, we don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. None of you have said that. <laughs> None of you have said, no, nah, we'll take the long way back. We would quite like to save the world, you know, <laughs> sooner rather than later. <laughs> you live in the world. <laughs> Your mum's missing. You've got off here. Our, our things are here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> get people to save. <laughs> so Maynard will see if he can get a word with Zushad. Sure. Yeah. Easy, easily done. She's not like, she seems very. She's very focused on this world-saving project when you interact with her. When you, ha when you sort of get glimpses of her not actively working on things, she seems somewhat withdrawn and somber, um, which tracks with her wanting a few days to react to things. Mm. Um, but she's entirely willing to be to be pulled aside and have a conversation with you. She's not engaged in anything else more urgent. Great. So, I know it's not particularly pertinent now that we're imminently going to be leaving this place, but I was not really clear about why wizards and spellcasters are perceived here as very dangerous. It's not the same up there. Yes, well, up there. And this surprised me when I went up just as much as it has surprised you coming down. So in that much, we're, we're the same. Uh, up there, they have forgotten that the world got broken. There was a better job done of driving certain things out of memory and out of record. And down here... It is still a great secret. Down here we have forgotten the name and the symbols. And outside of a few enclaves like this, no one would know what you meant if you said one of the gods is missing. But what we do remember is that a people of, of warlike and implacable conquerors came down through the great ascent that we had built for trade to see what was up there and for a little while what we found up there was friendship and then the conquerors came down and just as they were starting to try and conquer the place that makes a lot of sense we remember that their wizards did something and now there is a whole swath of the world that no one can live in because the conquerors broke the world. The wizards broke the world. I suppose you're right. That makes that makes a lot of sense. I suppose because we're now in a up there in a time of peace, magic is 
academic pursuit, a means to an end. People don't try great things yeah. like that. I, I think even for those of us with arcane skill, I think it is too easy to forget just how powerful we can get when we start to climb up there. And most arcanists never get beyond second or third circle of, of spells. You can cast lightning from your fingertips, but I would be very surprised if you could do anything like what created the Plaguelands. I can't. But if I kept studying, I am much closer. I could do something on a smaller scale that made the, the Earth in that spot just as unlivable. And it might be 50 feet instead of 50 miles, but that's still a lot of power to be in any one hand. I can cross planes, I can teleport. And if you keep studying, if you keep exercising your faculties the way you have on this kind of journey, so will you be able to. And you will have only your conscience and your heart to rely on to keep you from becoming something terrible. I suppose it's one of the downsides of our world, forgetting many things, is that we've also forgotten how to be afraid of the consequences. It has never happened again. And I, I would like to think that that is more than just luck. That there is some, some lingering awareness that, that there should be limits on what we try to do that the nature of reality is not something we ought to meddle with but we did in the broadest sense wizards did so perhaps it falls to us to to unravel it again i don't think they're right down here to be as afraid of of arcane magic as they are at the lower levels but i don't think they're right up in your place either to be so calm about it but that's what it is that's why they're scared of you because people like you and me we once broke the world come out and play is a real play podcast project all trans all the time you can find us at CAOPcast on Patreon and on Twitter, and at our website, comeoutandplay.games. If you're trans or non-binary and you'd like to get involved, drop us a line. And as always, if you enjoy our show, share it with your friends, and if you don't enjoy our show, share it with your enemies. Word of mouth is how a project like this gets attention, and we just love attention. I want to sit in on the mandatory semester of wizarding ethics. <laughs> oh yeah, ethics. I would like to audit this course. <laughs> you are not allowed to graduate until you have completed your mandatory ethics training. <laughs> Featuring such multiple choice questions as "Is it cool to break the world?" I mean, that's subjective. It's very cool. It's wrong, but it is extremely Right, cool. if it was a well-designed quiz, it would be like, is it cool to break the world? Everyone goes, yes. Should you do it? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> now, is listen. coolness an appropriate substitute for ethics and a view to consequences? <laughs>
basically all wizard lessons should end with, and you should not do this. 